Hey, folks. Uh, we're happy that you enjoyed the podcast. And we know that we talk about dark subjects, and oftentimes our humor can get a little bit uh, dark about that. But we want you to know that we don't take it lightly, and we actually really care about you. And if you're dealing with suicidal thoughts right now, we would prefer that you contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. Uh, that's 1-800-273-TALK. Uh, they're great people. They have the resources that can help uh, you get through it. And we prefer that you talk to mental health professionals uh, if you're truly dealing with some dark thoughts right now. And we're really happy that you're with us. So thank you for staying with us. You know just I'm in hell, Dave. I'm well, in fucking... Come on up here to heaven where I am. <laughs> Dave's heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Dave's private heaven. Heaven is just what I call Glendale. <laughs> it's my little piece of heaven, Glendale, California. Have you ever been there? Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. It's yeah. Heaven. Where old ladies roam the streets. Uh, wait for it. Wait for it. Mm. At night. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's my heaven. Uh, yeah. <laughs> old ladies at night. Yeah. <laughs> I like an old lady walking around with another old lady after sunset. Honestly, I want to see like this go further where there's like old lady gangs at night. Me too. Like, man. you know, there's too many of them at night and there's they start to develop a criminal mentality. So you gotta hunt them. Yeah. <laughs> the way like like, like with, a MILF hunter? Like with pigeons. <laughs> a <No>? G MILF hunter? <laughs> I like that you went straight to MILF Hunter. <laughs> I'm so I'm so upset that dude hunted my mom. <laughs> wow, are you saying your mom is hot? He caught her in the Did wild. you just call your own mom a MILF? <laughs> 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 That's pretty weird, dude. <laughs> I forgot we had got a gang to be with us today. Hey guys, this hey is everybody. Uh, this is a comedy mental health podcast called Suicide Buddies. It's called Suicide Buddies. Yeah, broadcasting live from well, not Glendale, but <laughs> close enough for me to feel safe from the bottom of the Empire State Building. Follow us at Buddies Pod on Twitter or sign up for our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Suicide Buddies. Yeah, that's right. If you're not already a member, honestly, it's been great to see those groups like uh, evolve and oh, yeah. flourish. They're being funny on their own. I know. Eventually, they're going to outgrow us and kill us like children. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. It's going to be like that movie, Her. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is they're our girlfriend. Did you just gender that movie, dude? <laughs> that movie, her. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah, I absolutely. SJW, who's mad in the movie theater? Wow. What the fuck? Hey, man, did you just say the name of that movie? Not cool, dude. <laughs> um, we're recording this on the day that the news came out that uh, 
Trump uh, is trying to cancel being trans, by the way, and I just want to say real quick that that pisses me off, and fuck him and support trans people, please. It's, it's pretty crazy. It's awful. I, I, <laughs> I it. Also, like, I was saying to Georgia, my girlfriend earlier, <laughs> brag, uh, that... Yeah, like, you have a girlfriend. Thanks. <laughs> it's weird because Trump <laughs> created the de- like the idea where you're like, whoa, I now see Trump every day in the news. Mm-hmm. And now it's reached this other level where it's like, now there are two stories about Trump every day in the news. Yes. It's not just one thing. Because like as well as that was happening, he fucking like uh back is like talking about backing out of this like arms like agreement with russia and yeah. it's it's like so people could be like look he's being tough on russia whereas it's really just being like making no like deregulation of nuclearization there it's like it's like well i guess the nuclear deal sucks so now you can make nukes if you want <laughs> it's like this really awful deal oh my god man the thing though is like isn't it like kind of funny to yeah. say Drumpf. <laughs> Got him. Seriously, Got him. I feel like Drumpf is like, makes Sniped. everything better, you know? <laughs> Drumpf. Yeah, fuck you, you weird name having dummy. No, it's it's going to be bad. And, uh, you know, fuck, man. I mean, uh, what's her name? Uh, Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> really bad call supporting your buddy Trump in the beginning. Really yeah, bad she's guy. made a bunch of bad calls. <laughs> bad calls. One would be killing that guy with her car. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, no, that was a bad one. Number one bad call. The other one was uh, coming out in support of traditional marriage. That was really weird. <laughs> just like, come on. Oh, man. It's so hard. To, you're making it so hard to jerk off to your Vanity Fair cover. <laughs> you're making this so hard. <laughs> Hampton's weird. <laughs> yes, and that's me doing yes, improv. And. Yes, and yeah, you're a little bit of an ass cat, Woo. Hampton. <laughs> I've always said that about you. Uh, it's worth moving to L.A. and spending an exorbitant amount of money on rent just to see an ass cat. <laughs> just to see one ass cat. Four s's, one cat. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah, that's dude! I like them. Hell yeah, dude! Uh, how's your week been going, man? Oh, it's been okay. I uh, honestly, I had a low, low week. Hmm. I was saying when we like kind of hashed some stuff out a few episodes ago that I had like a super bad, depressed summer and pulled out of it. But it's you know, it's not like I'm all the way out of it. So I dip back in sometimes, and I had one of those weeks, which blows. But dip your toes. Yeah. I just I mean, like to dip honestly, my toes into feeling like shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we won't get into it, but you were telling me a story right before the pod that I was like, man, that's so easy to just dive back into depression. But the odd thing is you were te- – the whole angle of the story is you're like, this thing that should have devastated me, Well, I'll just I'm tell, pretty cool with. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, to, I'll just tell the parts of the story that I feel comfortable telling. Um, I And really the only reason I don't want to give all the details is like this person I'm going to talk about – I love, I feel great about, uh, it's my ex-girlfriend. And so I don't want to like give details or something cause it's not, yeah. I don't want to give details about her out. It's um, Roseanne. It's Roseanne. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I'm walking, I'm just walking along the obviously flat hollow earth 
and I and I come across my ex Roseanne, uh, and she's like blown into that um, Monica. Yeah, yeah, from Friends. I'm Monica. <laughs> I uh, anyway, hey, don't anyway, anyway. It's like I always say, don't harm Monica. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so angry. No, I, no, me. I said that. That sucks. I don't even know what the joke is. <laughs> me neither. But it's powerful. Thank it's you, powerful. man. Well, I like it to stand up for what I believe in. <laughs> you know what, dude? Here's the thing. I don't write jokes. I just get up there and I speak the truth. Yeah, man. I just say, y'all eating ass? How yeah. much ass you eating? What, yeah. what amount of that? And then I and then I give them some some statistics. I go, did you know, one out of three households is not eating ass? And I blow some minds. You and do. That's me changing the culture. What I do is I get up there and I yell at them. <laughs> and I uh, and I. <laughs> you do Peppertones act? Uh, no, 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 no. I don't have any jokes. I uh, I get up there and I yell at them. And when they don't like it, I wash their mouth out with soap. I. <laughs> <laughs> the mom Which of comedy. It's a real thing I do. Yeah. I'm the mom of comedy. Yeah, I'm going to start saying that if someone <laughs> heckles me. Just be like, if you don't fucking shut up, I'm going to wash your mouth out with soap. Like <laughs> a crowd who knows you. Seriously, after we take a, when we take a break, remind me to email myself to say that to people because I'm going to do it. <laughs> hey, and you know, this is a perfect time for me to say. If you'd like to see me tell someone to wash their mouth out with soap, come see me on tour. <laughs> oh, that's right. You are doing... I'm on tour right now. This yeah. uh, this episode is released Thursday, October 25th of 2018. Ugh. I think it's 25th. What a beta. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a cuck. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, that night, I'm in Jacksonville, Florida. Then Saturday and Sunday, I'm at Fest in Gainesville. Monday, in Charlotte, North Carolina. Tuesday, Asheville, North Carolina. And Thursday, in Durham, North Carolina. So I hope you come out and see me wash people. <laughs> wash me. I'm going to wash. I'm on my washing tour. Yeah, I wash. Jesus went on the washing tour. Where he just started washing all his audience. Hell yeah, dude. Also, I'm not only getting into washing out my audience's mouth out with soap, I'm getting into spankings. Really? Really into spankings. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> Go on, no, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a super good interviewer. Wait, wait, what? What? Wait, really? <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny, man. I was watching this dumb fucking documentary that had all a bunch of reporters and stuff, and like Dan Rather's face kept coming up, and just imagining him being like, "What? Really? <laughs> really? Oh my god! What? Really? The fuck? <laughs> ew! Ew! He just starts saying ew at stuff. <laughs> ew, ew, yeah, ew. ew Not ew. for me. <laughs> <laughs> I Dan Rather not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Thank you. He has to have said that at one point in his life. Listen, guys, these are the bad jokes you can expect. More like can rather. Hampton Yunt, <laughs> David Ross, mm-hmm. professional comics who sometimes do it. That's right. You're on a suicide podcast right now <laughs> um, where we just really, really actively tell the worst jokes <laughs> possible. I think that's a nice palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. A lot of people have been writing me about Hampton's helpful hints. I've been seeing that. Not as many about Dave's cave. 
Uh-huh. Dave's gay. Well, that's true. It's <laughs> never been mentioned. So Dave's corner. <laughs> yeah, Dave's. I try, I try to remember what lame joke Dave's is at the beginning. Slaves. That's the funny thing is. <laughs> 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 Guys, be sure to join Dave's Slaves. <laughs> Buy a Feelings t-shirt and join Dave's Slaves. Dave's Slaves. Um, oh, no. I was just like uh, thinking, it was funny because it's like, they're jokey for sure. The mm-hmm. Hamptons Helpful Hints. But they are also real things I did yeah. to get climb out of depression. Well, which I found out when you got mad at me for laughing. <laughs> but it's also, it's like, somebody pointed out, he's like, if I... If someone told me they were depressed and I told them you should drink more water, they would kill you. Kill me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why like, that is truly a good No, drinking point. water, working point. out, like honestly it's it's what sucks is not only <laughs> is it good advice, it is the best advice. It's so it's it just shouldn't sucks. be the yeah. first advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, That's why, why I wouldn't drink water was number one. I was like, all right. I think this should be like 36. Here we go, dude. Here's number 36. <laughs> okay. Drum roll. Okay. That's a drum if roll. If you see a cool dog, pet him. Oh, <laughs> man. That should be the first advice. That's honestly, a pretty good one. That's a super good dude, one. Dude, water is great. Hey, you got a sad friend? Shove a dog in their face. All right, Dave, Dave. I yes? know drinking water is the first one, uh-huh. and I hear you saying that petting a dog should be number one, but imagine this scenario. You see a cute dog. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, oh, man, did I just eat the pussy of a desert? <laughs> because my mouth... <laughs> Feels what? like it is dying of heat and dryness. How can I even focus on that dog when I'm busy smacking my lips going... <laughs> so that is why number one, drink wine. <laughs> Almost every other scenario sucks if you are not hydrated. So, so yeah, you just got to go down the list. We know you're suicidal, yeah. but like, okay, is it water? No. <laughs> is this is a po- push-ups? Is this like no. a post-apocalyptic world where the problem is water? <laughs> Eating the pussy of a desert is maybe the funniest thing I've ever heard. Not nearly. Dude, fuck off. I'm a hack. Yeah, you're right. I stole, <laughs> I stole that from Dennis Leary, Bill Hicks. <laughs> Yeah. The true outlaw. Dude, the only outlaw of stand-up is the comic who brings a gun up on stage. The thing about those guys is that not only were they the true outlaws, <laughs> they were also outlaws of truth. And <laughs> if you want some truth, then you go to see some comedy. You know what I mean? I don't like to laugh. I don't like, I like to signs. feel mad. You yeah. know? Read the headlines. I don't give a fuck. Just read them. Have you seen these assholes in Congress? Have you seen Congress? <laughs> Dave, did you see Congress today? No. Look at these fucking Congress pieces look, of shit. Okay, I'll look. Ah, uh, they were being pieces of shit. Ah, <laughs> I looked at them. And get this, they're elected. What? <laughs> but I don't vote. It's like the people wanted them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't Anyway, know. we're sponsored by diapers now. Yeah, that uh, we lost distilled jeans, <laughs> and we're hoping to get some sort of diaper sponsorship. <laughs> Honestly, we feel like our audience is more baby friendly. We're trying out taglines. Here's one: diapers, get them. <laughs> Hampton, you have a diaper tagline? Um, uh, hey, sh- <laughs> shit and me. 
Uh, my dude, my brother and I used to joke all the time that they, we would so come out with a diaper <laughs> that uh. was that was shaped like a turtle shell. Mm-hmm. So kids put on like it looks like a turtle shell, and the sponsor is like a t- animated <laughs> turtle, and he's like, "Hi, kids, shit in me, <laughs> take a poo in, me, in my body." I mean, that sounds great. <laughs> and then you and gotta then mail theme, that to yourself. The theme song. Is turtle pants, turtle pants, turtle pants, turtle pants, turtle pants. And are they're called turtle pants? They're called turtle pants. I feel like this is a genius. I just feel like it's such a specific market, though. (laughs) Kids? (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't know. It's a large demographic. People who not only enjoy shit jokes related to the diaper, they're cognizant enough, like they're old enough to understand the ad and think it's funny, Mm -hmm. but they shouldn't be wearing diapers, but they still are. I don't know, man, like... (laughs) How old were you when you started thinking poop was funny? <laughs> oh, like 31. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I've actually never been much of a shit joke guy. Really? It grosses me out. Shit's awful. Yes, farting's fun. Well, farting is a prelude to shitting. Well, you don't understand. <laughs> no, no, no. No, you no, don't I understand. understand. <laughs> No, I understand, understand perfectly. No, you don't understand. <laughs> Every time I've ever farted, I've shitted right after. Okay, you understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess what I'm saying is uh, <laughs> what I enjoy about farts is uh-huh. farts are like the parody of shits. <laughs> I see. Shits are sincere comedy uh-huh. that I don't like. Uh-huh. It's like, here's what I ate. It hurts. This sucks. <laughs> and then farts are like the like. I see. The spoof. The... You're saying shit. Okay, so yeah. shitting is Bernie Sanders and uh-huh. farting is James Adomian. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right. You've absolutely got it. Um, we're going to do a weird one today. Anything right. else you want to... Oh, yeah. I want to plug something real quick, if I could. I have a very, very good friend. He's one of my best friends on earth, um, who I love so dearly. He's a comedian in Atlanta. He's so funny. And he's also just like, I don't know a kinder, more generous person. He's just one of those people where every time I come to town... He has like cleared his calendar to show me the city yeah. and like gives me a place to stay and won't accept gifts. I have a you know what I mean? Who it is, but uh... it's Andrew Michael. He's the oh, he's nice. the best guy. And uh, every time I'm in Atlanta, I do his show Wonder Comedy. It's the best. Um, he and his wife are currently in Greece because they had their baby born prematurely. It's oh it was very scary, but the kid is doing very well. Um, it it's looking really really good and they're like amazing people so they're taking care of the kid but the problem is that they're in Greece and they don't have visas so they can't work and because the kid is premature they just the kid can't fly so they have to stay there for oh my god they don't know how long like oh, months man. and months so there's a gofundme and like uh, how much lamb can you eat <laughs> <laughs> Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, dude, it's a problem. <laughs> Andrew did post a photo like day five of them at the Chili's in Athens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were just like, fuck. I miss like, America. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, so, yeah, their names are, it's, the name of the GoFundMe is Andrew and Chelsea Michael, and uh, the link is GoFundMe.com slash Andrew and Chelsea Michael, but with dashes in between. So it's GoFundMe.com slash Andrew dash and dash Chelsea dash Michael. And I'll post the link uh, in the Facebook group and on Twitter and stuff. Yeah, and guys. yeah, if you can spare a dollar people. or two, 
please do. Helping out people is its own reward a yeah. lot of times, and it just feels good. If totally. you can spare the cash, like, we totally get it. Oh, like, yeah. It's super hard, but, like, you'd be surprised. Some people who listen to us are Saudi billionaires. Some of us are street urchins. There are uh, a few people who have uh, who pay $20 or more a month on Patreon, and honestly, <laughs> I, first of all, I thank you and love you. Yeah. And secondly, have no idea how you have that much money. Uh, <laughs> Can I be a terrorist for your organization? I'll do anything you want. I will suck, fuck, murder whoever you want. Absolutely. Hampton, I think you're joking, but uh, I am not. <laughs> That's so funny. Like, well, you're clearly probably joking, but I'm serious. I am definitely serious. I will suck, fuck, or murder anyone you want. <laughs> Except for Andrew and Chelsea Michael, of course. Yeah, they're the one. They're the two cool people. Yeah, I don't want to murder them, and I'm not attracted to either of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool, man. <laughs> uh, nice cool. try, Dave. <laughs> uh, who are we doing today? Yeah, who are we doing this? Yeah. This sesh. Uh, we're doing Helen Palmer Geisel. Uh, she's a chill. Helen. <laughs> I'm the worst. Dude. I'm the- <laughs> you didn't I- even let me get through the name. <laughs> guys, I didn't we're- let you get through the name. D- guys, we're doing Ellen Degenerate. She's Ooh. Ellen DeGeneres' spoof character. She comes out and she starts dancing, but she's like rubbing her ass and giving the finger <laughs> yeah, and just totally. being like, y'all ever notice fucking S- pussy? <laughs> smell it, spelling a swastika in her own shit. <laughs> Man, I'm here with Zach Braff today, you pieces of shit. Dude, I went back and watched Ellen's uh, oh, you got HBO it. half hour from the 90s the other day. I actually do know you It is about. the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, you really liked it? She's so good at stand-up, man. She's one of the best of all time. What was like a good bit that you liked from that? I'm just okay, wondering. one of the, the really easy jokes to repeat is she's like, I was getting a massage. I love getting a massage. It's so peaceful. Uh, hmm. He's rubbing me. He was playing music. That was a little weird. The trombone kept hitting me in the head. <laughs> All right. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's just like <laughs> set, so up, dumb. set up punch. Good shit. Yeah. 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 I had a harder time. Just I never saw that special really. I think I'd seen a bit of it. I don't, know. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know what I'm trying to defend here. I hear well, she's I mean, a piece it, of shit. Well, that's the problem. Me too. Yeah. And uh, everyone seems to have a real problem with her. And that to me bothers me that you're like the person who's like the Snapple lady of modern day and is yeah. like, the emoji movie's out. I'm doing a dance. Like Maroon 5's here. Like, totally. <laughs> just like this very like obvious shill. Yeah. No, know? totally. And, and, but, and, and yeah. but like, yeah, with a big smiley face. And uh, it's all it's during the day and it's yeah. all like bright colors and happy. And then she's a piece of shit to the people backstage. It's. Yeah. That sucks, man. It sucks ass. Because it's like the one thing I've ever wanted to do was to like help out people and like hire people and absolutely be a good boss and like run a good project. So bad. So if you're like, I don't know, man, like that's just disappointing when you're like, oh, the, their name is on the show and then they still aren't happy. Yeah. And they're just frustrated. Maybe she is happy and she just is like Yago. You know what I mean? Just like gets joy out of sh- I don't know. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I tend yeah. to think you're right when someone's a dick, they're unhappy. But I don't God know. damn, dude, that's 
Yeah. Is that's... this like a deep re- revelation after some depression here? Like, I mean, <laughs> like that feels like insightful. Of, that, like... Well, that maybe some people just like to be assholes. I think that too. Yeah. I really do. I was talking to my mom once on a car trip and I was really trying to like convince her. I was just like, you have to understand like some people enjoy being bad. Yeah. And like... Yeah, like some people, it really—it's hard. They don't even like. It's probably not most people who are who have been. No, but it will always exist. Yeah, totally. It's this weird thing. I'm like, no, you have to understand. There are some people who just, no matter what, they can't empathize with you. It's almost like they're a sociopath who got power, got wealth. Yeah, (laughs) something, and then you're like, why does this? billionaire act this way you're like oh because he's a sociopath yeah they kind of maybe always wanted to act that way i think you're right about Mm. i think it's sociopaths she could be a sociopath because like if you're a sociopath then you know when you're not rich and famous you have to be nice to people to get what you want but once you have what you want maybe you can just be i also don't know ellen and plus a lot of people also just know the benefit of being nice like yeah that weird you know like it's not to be selfish, but like the whole thing of like reaching out to good. others makes you feel better than it does them. Even you know, it's and, and it's it true. is selfish, but without yeah. the negative connotation. Hmm. Yeah, and like who gives a shit if it's selfish? So you help someone else, right? Yeah. Anyway, so the person we're talking mm-hmm. about today, honestly, I feel like she gave her entire life to her husband, Helen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll take a quick break. Uh, but we're talking about Helmer, uh, sorry, Helen Palmer uh, Geisel, uh, who was um, a professional children's author, editor, poet, and she worked a long, full life, and she killed herself, and her husband was Dr. Seuss. Whoa, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, the, that's the fucking reveal I wanted to give you. Damn. Damn. Dr. Seuss was a bad husband. One, one <laughs> fish, two <laughs> fish, red fish. Whoa. Hop on pop, but pop's an abusive <laughs> asshole. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. Yes. Dave Ross, the Taking Back Sunday of comedy. Hell yeah, man. More like Taking Back Thursday. Episodes drop on Thursday, why everybody. Are you, why are you cleaning your penis? Because I drooled right on my pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's you real. Drooled? That's the real reason. Yes, are I you drooled. Serious? Yeah. Well, I was staring at you, and you're all hot. <laughs> <laughs> Is this like a fancy <laughs> island thing where you've been starving for a couple of days, and then you see me as like a piece of pizza or like a turkey leg? Yeah, yes, except with fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Covered in penises. Yeah. On top of Mount <laughs> Rushmore. Which mount is it? Um... McKinley, Smoky. Old Smoky. Old Smoky. Thanks, That's Aristotle. It That's why we on, have you. On top of That's why, guys, <laughs> donate to the Patreon. We're trying to get Aristotle a helicopter. Yes. <laughs> we feel like Aristotle's worth so a helicopter. So he can get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> As you know, once we reached the first tier with the Patreon, Dave and I bought our Camaros, mm-hmm. and we've been solving crimes across America. Yeah, I have a red one. Uh, yeah, I've got a red one, too. I know. That's how you know they're fast. We've been over this. 
So it's not. Officer, how fast was I going? I don't know. My car is red. So you should probably give me a ticket. <laughs> it's a red car. I don't know what to tell you. So just to be I was clear, going red. The way the song goes is not on top of Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, All I've covered been to Mount Rushmore. Presidents. I don't even know if it's really an official mountain. It's Mount pretty small. Uh, have you seen it, man? <laughs> it's a big old fucking mountain. If you climbed it, you would be tired. Yeah. Because <laughs> to be fair, Dave, I'm mostly tired. Okay. I'm tired a lot of the times. But me, if I climbed it, I'd be tired too, and I'm I'm super I know. strong. <laughs> You are beautiful <laughs> and ripped. You. But here's the thing. You're going to have like, you know, your, you know, version of uh what was that movie 24 hours, 2600 hours? 24 with um James Franco. Kiefer Sutherland. 24 Oh, 127 hours, hours 420 hours. 69 Where hours. James Franco got high in that cave 420 yeah. hours. Yeah, totally. <laughs> the movie is called I think uh Leg Dude. <laughs> It's called Leg Dude. 127 hours. Hell yes. That is it. Um, uh, That's you, Uh but you're going to get stuck inside of Abraham Lincoln's nostril. (laughs) (laughs) And you're going to have to cut off your penis. (laughs) Oh, I got my penis stuck in Abe Lincoln's nose. That's what I would say. I like I like scripts that just write themselves. Yeah. I don't even like to be in the room. And I like the script to literally just write itself. I think that's definitely called 69 hours. That <laughs> okay. Because I'm 69ing him. You know? No? <laughs> I love that our relationship has gotten into weird new levels where now we're trying to like fake each other out. <laughs> We're parts of the podcast. I think what's happening is just that my sense of humor, yours too a little, but mine has just become like truly, truly stupid. Like I, I, there's no I intelligence to and, it at all. My thing now is to speak. I tell the truth. The truth. You are a truth. <laughs> I just tell the truth. You are a truth. The boy. truth is funny, Dave. You don't you need to add jokes. You just go up there and go. Donald Trump is a racist, and then people start laughing so hard that the money starts spilling out of their pockets and forming tidal waves to you on the stage. <laughs> That's called trickle down economics, Dave. <laughs> if you would just read a fucking book. <laughs> That's a good point. I should read more. For my comedy. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what you should read? Dr. Seuss. On top of that's, a, that's a good way to start reading. I always find. All covered with presidents. It's it's kind of crazy. <laughs> so, like, someone had written into the podcast about uh-huh. uh, Helen uh, Geisel that they were like, hey, Dr. Seuss's wife had killed herself. And I was like, this is, that's bananas. Yeah. Like, how did that happen? And it's it's a really, like... Yeah, children's literature is just an insane world. And um, Helen uh, was so influential in children's literature. Like, I would literally say that she is as equivalently important as Dr. Seuss is to child development. Why? Dr. Seuss, like, blew up in kind of post-war America because he tried to teach children reading, of course, but like in a very like simplified 
you know, yeah. sing songy kind of way. Like words you need to know, like Lorax. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, kids are always saying Lorax. Yeah, totally, man. Also, Lorax hit me if I want to go to the fair earlier. <laughs> Can I have 10 bucks? <laughs> I want to get a Lorax. <laughs> What's that? Cocaine. Dude, the Lorax was a flashlight, dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it's <laughs> basically... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Helen, the reason she's so influential is she basically was the second part of Dr. Seuss. Okay. Like, the she, Seuss part. Yeah. <laughs> the Seuss part. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> like, she's every smart decision this dude made. Oh, no. <laughs> what were his bad decisions? <laughs> well, honestly, like, it's pretty funny if you look into Dr. Seuss. Like, he, his uh, earliest, um, I want to get into that. His earliest cartoons are like fucking insanely like racist and awful what of course they were of course they were so helen uh has a pretty you know just normal life but then she goes to college and she meets ted geisel who becomes dr seuss okay um at the time he's studying to learn to be like a writer and everything but like she and him are dating and she sees his cartoons and Everyone knows Dr. Seuss's cartoons. Like, they are so identifiable. Like, if you see it, you're just like, that is Dr. Seuss. Like, absolutely right there. She's the only person who's like, that, that, you are great at this. Really? You should do this. Like, at the time back then, no one cared about what he was doing. Yeah, it was just like him in college. And, like, she was like, fuck writing, like, or trying to write the next great American novel or whatever, you know. A huge book you were trying to like get a degree to learn how to write like he was frustrated at the time but like she was like your cartoons are great like look at this you know that's and great so she was like you should submit to like newspapers and stuff do cartoons what uh year like around was this just so i have an idea oh well this in is uh 60s? basically 19 like 20s and shit. oh this is when they're in college okay and they're this, in college in the 20s yeah okay. this is before the war okay so which war as their day <laughs> the big one Dave. <laughs> the one where they brought out the big guns war number two <laughs> The second war ever. <laughs> war number two. Two war, too furious. The good one. Two war, too furious. Two world, two war. <laughs> I can't wait for the third one, dude. Me neither, man. It's going to be world soon. war? Dude, that's going to be sick. Pretty soon, it's going to be super difficult for people to take Hampton's first helpful hint. <laughs> <laughs> And we're gonna have after, a, we're gonna have a war the about that shit. War movie, oh, dude. Hampton's helpful hint number one of drinking water is gonna be a near impossibility. <laughs> well, if I have anything to say about it, <laughs> I'm gonna take all the water and I'm gonna be like, you know, <laughs> the, the rest of that riff that could have been good. <laughs> um, dude, this is why you gotta stay hydrated. Drink that water I li- I put out for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. See, oh, I'm yeah. changing lives, folks. <laughs> oh, my God. I am not depressed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so to put a time frame on it, uh, Helen was born uh, 1898. Okay. So, so she's fucking ago. old now. She's from Brooklyn. 
and she met uh, Dr. Seuss at Oxford. And she was like kind of the main inspiring force of just being like, you should focus on cartooning. I, I like what you're doing, and these are truly unique. And so he starts submitting to papers. And this is really at the not beginning, but just like kind of like a renaissance of like political cartoons. Oh. Like we want these newspapers sell a lot at this point. Okay, so his things are like because this is before the internet. <laughs> kind of, dude. It's like really. It's like if you you know turn on Twitter and be like Donald Trump said this today. What the fuck? like right? His his things are like trade to Asia is obscene today. What <laughs> right? And it's like. He just starts doing all of these uh, cartoons, and uh, they're very racist. Like, if you by today's standards, like it's like black people look like insane characters and like shit, like Asian people too. Like, so right. like it's pretty funny that like doctor. This is I don't know. People just don't really talk about this. That like Doctor Seuss's beginning is just like Asian and wow. like black like caricatures. Very weird. Yeah. Very weird. Especially since like one of his biggest things is the. The star-bellied sneeches, which is like an allegory, an anti-racist allegory. Oh, is it? Yeah. Do you know that book? Well, here's the thing. Also, uh, you're you're right. Um, what uh, what point do you want to make? Because actually, I, I just wanted to say some other dumb thing. But uh, what do you mean? I um I I just mean like that story. It's just interesting that early on in life he was okay doing racial stereotypes, and then later in life he wrote this story that was yeah. trying to teach kids not to be <laughs> exclusionary. It wasn't. No, I, yeah. I get, yeah, I totally hear you. And I think the reason I find it so funny when I l- was looking at these old cartoons is because actually he's very liberal. Yeah. Like his attitude in it is like. How can we treat the China man so poorly? <laughs> but what? it's like He's the like, picture of oh my is like God. slant eyes with like buck teeth. But then it's like, how can we kick him in the pants like this? You know, it's like really fucking weird that's shit. Crazy. I guess that's yeah. That yeah. is how everyone Aristotle was back then. An example. Aristotle He's is showing up. me. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> Yep. I That's, mean, it's wow. like. It took me a second yeah. to even process what I was looking at. Yeah. That one was really racist. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? This is like you're showing him snuff before. <laughs> oh no. No. Oh God. <laughs> it's that scene in True Detective. Matthew McConaughey shows Woody Harrelson. Yeah, Woody Harrelson, that fucking thing. Nah. I always want to take that scene and make that like a. And beat off to a it. Commercial. Oh, like I want to take the TV screen and make it like a promo for my own like <laughs> Hamptons coming to like Cincinnati and like Woody Harrelson's like, oh, God, <laughs> no. <laughs> I fully support you doing that Hampton. And I, I think fully you support me putting more time into learning how to edit videos. Um, <laughs> yeah, so she's supporting these racist cartoons. She's like, you go, girl. <laughs> yeah. Sure. She is, though, like... Um, just so supportive. Like he in college gets like reprimanded, uh, Dr. Seuss, mm-hmm. uh, for drinking like in one of his dorms and it's during prohibition. So like Wow, okay. They're like, You're off the the newspaper writing staff. Okay. So then Dr. Seuss like adopts a pseudonym, which is Dr. Seuss, or it's like T Seuss, and then it becomes Dr. Seuss. Oh, okay. So like he just is huh. kind of a weird like bad boy. <laughs> 
I want to say. Like, like skirting the rules to get like, his cartoons yeah, out Dr. there. Dr. Seuss is like a total bad boy. Okay. And he marries Helen, uh-huh. or he proposes to her, I should say, on his motorcycle. Ooh, and it's wow. like such an old person, like, we. this is how we fell in love story. <laughs> But he's like on a motorcycle with her. He proposes to her. She says yes. And his story is that he's so happy that then they like ran into like a ditch and like fell off the motorcycle. Like, it's Sandra Bullock's here. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Right. Well, what did she do? Um, well, she was a student at, at the time, and then they kind of married quickly after or during college. Uh huh. And she just was like co-editor of his stuff. Oh, I see. Oh, like okay. she just immediately was like, "You should do these with your cartoons." And she was kind of the person who was like, "This is good. This is this is bad," you know? Right. And like through that, uh, they made a film together. Really? Because all of their, um, it was a cartoon. It was all their like propaganda cartoons. Song of the South. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Finally. (laughs) Finally, the racist executives really stepped up, Dave. (laughs) And they said, how can we make the most big budget racist movie possible? (laughs) Now, they made like a documentary, what you is now called, but it was just like a war propaganda film of like, how to not be Japanese. What? Yeah, it's like a movie like that. It's like one of those war films Whoa. that's just like, they made so many of them at the time. It's like, how not to eat a bomb? <laughs> <laughs> You're dumb. Don't eat a bomb. <laughs> don't be Hitler. Hitler's bad. Don't be Hitler. <laughs> yeah. That's great. So like they made one uh, that, you know, he kind of lucked into, Dr. Seuss, but it was in his style of animation, and it just started him off in, like, the animation and also cartooning world more so. Okay. Uh, because it won, like, an award and stuff. Nice. And uh, I think it was, like, an Emmy or, what, or whatever, Oscar? Like, what are the important for movies For a movie? Oscar. Yeah, exactly. It won, like, an Oscar, but for, like... War documentary <laughs> propaganda film. Interesting, yeah. You know I don't know what, what that would like, be. No one would give a fuck. Sure. So um, it was probably an MTV Video Music Award. <laughs> 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 I did hear that Dr. Seuss fucking blew it up on TRL back in the day. He won a Moon Man. He won a Moon Man, dude. He won a popcorn thing. <laughs> oh no, that's popcorn. the MTV Movie Awards. <laughs> Shit, man. Sorry. I fucking suck at stand-up. I suck at stand-up. <laughs> so There are um, still three dumplings. Okay, sorry. Here. here it is. They won the 1947 Academy Award for Best Documentary Feature. Whoa. Sounds way more impressive than I think it was at the time, because all documentaries at the time would have been like, post-war. Right. What, or whatever. Like The that world's a- just reeling from fucking... Man. The most insane time of its life. I didn't know. That's crazy. That means I didn't know that about Dr. Seuss. That means that he and Helen were like famous people. I mean, they weren't famous. Fam- mm-hmm. They weren't you know world famous. No, but they kind of were. They started blowing up. I didn't realize sense. he had an Oscar. That's crazy. Well, yeah, an Academy Award, and like they uh, they so he starts getting into children's literature, and I didn't know Helen. That. Helen can't have children. That uh, I knew. How, <laughs> <laughs> <Ow>, Dave? How? <laughs> 
<laughs> I've been following Owen for a while. Oh yeah, yeah. Guess I don't know. What? I don't know much about this Seuss guy, <laughs> but I know everything there is to know about Helen. It's um, weird, actually, because there are people who are involved with Dr. Seuss's life who are still alive today. Really? Yeah. It, when I first started looking this up, I was like, oh, this is forever ago. But there's actually, I'll bring up this character, this person later. But like, so uh, Helen can't have kids. And Dr. Seuss is like, he's so, he looks so straight-laced. I took this photo of him. This is his early... <laughs> version of himself when he started children's literature. Oh, yeah. Doesn't that look like Eugene Levy, looks like basically? A fucking nerd. <laughs> he looks like someone in the background of, like, Mad Men. He looks like, like someone whose serious. lunch money I would take. <laughs> and, dude, look what he's holding. Cat in the hat. Look wow. how serious he is. That's when he first is making Cat in the Hat. Well, you know that Cat in the Hat's one of the books he wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! <laughs> like if I didn't know, you throw your computer. <laughs> I didn't know. It. Fuck, man! My whole thing was, damn it! No, he had like kind of a slow, auspicious start. Of like, he wrote. I think the first book was "It Happened on Mulberry Street." <laughs> is the first one. I just, I'm sorry, no, no, but no, I'm right. just picturing him being like dog in the bog. No, no. A <laughs> uh, pig who likes to dig. Yeah, that's not Shit. it. That's not it. Um, uh, bleh, bleh. Hip, what rhymes with hippo? hippo. Uh, goat in the boat. My hippo has a zippo. Okay. <laughs> hippo with the zippo. Dude, that's the best children's book ever. Hippo, hippo with, with the, the zippo. zippo? He's just like the a coolest pyro. Ever. <laughs> totally. He's like lighting fire to stuff. Lighting the cat's hat on fire. Um, he's talking to kids about sharing, but he's like also lighting like a house on fire. He's like, you know, you should share with your sister more. But anyway... I like to see the the colors of the wood when it starts to ripple from the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hippo sure. with the zippo. You know, I would hop on pop, except pop's on fire right now. <laughs> I think um, Cat in the Hat is the big like uh, turning point for Dr. Seuss. And mm-hmm. I think this is kind of like a common uh, urban legend sort of thing is that uh, the company was like, can we make a book that's 220 words, like just a super small amount, and still make an effective children's learning book? And he oh. was like, got it. And <laughs> I mean, like that kind of like from there, it was like green eggs and ham. And like he applied this formula to a lot of books. That's crazy. That sounds like he forward. basically invented the modern children's book. Well, I think they do follow that structure a lot. You're probably right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, most like yeah. little little kids' books I see are just every page is yeah, the a ones lot I of colors at night. Yeah, the <laughs> ones that I wrote just for me. Um, I just can you imagine? like I have a little stack of like very foamy books, like the foamy baby books. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> every time you turn a page, okay, D- yeah. Dave. I can't talk. I'm learning about a cow. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I mean. All those books are just like yeah. one page is like Dog Man walked or whatever. Yeah, you know Dog Man. <laughs> no, I've read a bunch. Of, I mean, like I have a bunch of nieces and nephews, and like I've read them a bunch of like children's. You've read books. Dog Man. I've read Dog Man. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me how it's different than Batman. <laughs> He's afraid I, of dogs. I, I don't know. Like he there's fell very into a few flock that of break dogs. that formula. You're right. Like, I, and that's kind of what I'm saying. Is like. He tapped into this weird, like, post-war generation of, like, people having children. He couldn't have kids. And um, 
Dr. Seuss all the time, like in interviews, like, you know, they'd be like, you don't have kids, but you're like a children's author. What the fuck? <laughs> He'd always go, you have them and I'll entertain them. Really? Yeah, he had like a line. He had like a punchline. Wow. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> exactly. Damn, you like needed an answer, you know? <laughs> yeah, he was a little bit of, I take it as somebody who also really liked to fuck. Really? Um, yeah. He, How do um, you know well, that? Well, one is when he got his deal to, I think it's like RKO or whatever. Like, So he's with Helen this whole time, and they're working very collaboratively. When he gets like his deal for like Cat in the Hat mm-hmm. company and like we're going to make some <laughs> big money stuff, he also makes this weird stipulation in his contract, which is like, I get to release an adult cartoon book. And they were like, oh, Okay. <laughs> Weird. It's kind of like being like, but I also get to make hentai. Right. <laughs> yeah. And he makes, dude, I've lo- I saw <laughs> the porn he made. Wow. It is the most unjack offable thing. <laughs> Bukaki on Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Like the editor said, it's like he wanted to make a book about like seven wives who are all like muses and they want to have sex but the problem is he's he drew them all like dr seuss characters no way so no one wanted to see like a hop on pop woman no shit no shit (laughs) dude it's so necessary aristotle please look this up it's so great wow (laughs) yeah man let's see here it is un Jack offable, sir. This is I def- I dare you. I mean, I don't mean to be reductive, <laughs> but I wouldn't even call this porn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, wow, dude. You, <laughs> I you just made him, Dr. Dude. Seuss yeah. cry. <laughs> just look at his porn and go, dude, I don't even think this is porn. No, wait, what Aristotle showed me is literally just like a naked woman with cat in the hat. Yep. Like watching her. It was gross. I will, in <laughs> fairness, I am jerking off, though. <laughs> I do like I to. I literally don't know what was it. attractive to people in the Mad Men generation. Could have been you. <laughs> Neither would you. So, um, they have a long marriage of uh, collaborative work. She's also a children's author. Uh, she writes a oh, book. Oh, I see. She's also a children's author this whole time. Well, she's mostly working with him, but she does get to release stuff. But the sad thing, as I did notice, is like every time I looked up one of her books was, it always had like the cat and hat, Dr. Seuss, like label and print on the side. You know, it's like through her husband's company. Sure. So she wrote, um, I think her most successful children's book was, uh, Do You Know What I'm Going to Do Next Saturday? She also wrote, I Was Kissed by a Seal at the Zoo, Why I (laughs) Built the Bugle House. (laughs) And a fish out of water. Um, I've heard of that last one. <laughs> the first one was pr- apparently pretty successful. I mean, like she, but also like something that's just to note is like how collaborative their relationship was. Like she was the f- working with them, just being like, "This is good. Yeah. This, this is not good." Yeah, I wanted to ask, like, um, if mostly she's collaborating with him. What was her role in making his books? I mean, like, I know it sounds so simple, like children's literature, but it's it's this weird kind of 
I'm sure it's difficult. Making it's, anything creative is hard. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. exactly. And it has that same, like, level. So, I really feel like she was, and she's she basically was producer, credited basically. and everything. You would say editor. Editor, right. Like, co-editor. Right. Like, okay. it is the person who are, you are working directly next to in a writing capacity who's okay. like, this is good, this is not good, do right. this, change that, that doesn't work. Sure. So, like, you was know, because Dr. Also? Seuss is kind of like, he's just too weird he's he's like this guy who likes to fuck and he's like right. into cartooning but like i and he l- wants to appeal to children but like something he, dr seuss said in his career is he's actually like he was asked about children and he was like i actually fear children like what i i get scared around them what? like i don't know any and, and he goes <laughs> because they're they're erratic you don't know what they're gonna do and that scares me Whoa. And that's on a deep level, right? Yeah. To just be like, I mean, to, especially to be like the number one children's author ever. Of all time. <laughs> of all time. Kids are scary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this is kind of during the Mad Men generation. Just be like, nope, children are scary. You have them. I'll put a book in front of them. <laughs> I'm going to make it rhyme. <laughs> Dude. Weird. Yeah. That so. makes me think the psychology of that is interesting. It's like, I want them to like me because I'm scared of them. It's kind of yeah. like how you try to be friends with your bullies when you're young. She strikes me as the more sweet one. Like, the person who would have that intuitive nature to be like... I like kids. Here's how you deal with kids. Like, she just couldn't have kids. She didn't hate them. Right, right. He kind of had that sort of level of just like, I'm actually happy I don't have kids. So like, you're saying that, like, he, he gets that. the credit for all this, but she was probably the one that added the, like, soft touch to it enough for kids to like it. I think a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. that makes sense to just me. Just super collaborative nature. Yeah, yeah. So they Especially have- if the shit he was making before was just like, like, look at all these Chinese people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, she's also the first person who's like, you're a good artist, you yeah. idiot. Like, you want to, like, get into, like... <laughs> this is a mantra for everyone to remember. You're a good artist, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I think some people don't lean into their talents. I agree. You know? Um, so. I do. <clears throat> As the podcast uh, inclines, uh, she killed herself. <laughs> oh, now um, we're finally getting to it. <laughs> now this it. is finally interesting. And let me tell you something. This gets sad. Suicide? This one. <laughs> Not everyone, dude. 9-11? No, some of them I so get sc- pumped for. <laughs> um, this one? It's real sad. Straight up um, burped. Burped. <laughs> hey, can I burp? I'm drinking a diet. Coke. I straight up burp. Um, but uh, I cried when I read this whoa. suicide note she left. Um, so what happened was <laughs> in. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I keep kind of burping. I, no, 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 no. So that wasn't that wasn't what I was laughing at. I just can't. At, at every, every time I find a new piece of information, I keep thinking about it as like a as like lame Dr. Seuss poetry. You know what I mean? Oh, good. So you're talking about your her suicide note making you cry. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I once do- put a noose on a goose. <laughs> totally. Obtuse. I did not Obtuse do it with a, a noose. on a noose. I did not do it with a noose. I did not do it with a knife. I did not do it with a gun, but I did take my life. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Not to disrespect oh, this woman's... God. And Dave, you're off the podcast <laughs> for being too funny. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Nice. 
<laughs> I'm gonna I did it. A, I'm gonna make your firing a compliment, <laughs> dude. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> if you have more, please. Oh yeah, I'll let you know. I thought that was great. Well, was and it I again? Because this is a bummer. I'll say it. It's a, a bummer. I did not do it with a noose. <laughs> I did not do it with a knife. I did not do it with a gun, but I did take my life. That's what it was. And I want you to. I wanted to say that again, so I would wow. remember it. <laughs> For my suicide note, <laughs> I believe it was I believe it was Doctor Seuss who once said, "Cut my life into pieces <laughs> and give them to my nieces." <laughs> oh man, dude! How do we legally get away with this podcast? <laughs> we don't. I wonder. We're recording this in Cuba. All right. Okay, so she had a really sad suicide note. I'm gearing up because this is sad. This is not fun. Um, So after a long marriage, like 40 years, to Dr. Seuss, who is not a real doctor, just want to let that linger for effect. I hate when people call themselves doctors who are not. He never got a doctorate? Nope. Wow. Same as Cosby. Went around calling himself Dr. Cosby. Hey, guess what? You're a rapist. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking lying piece of shit. (laughs) You're not a doctor. You're a rapist. (laughs) Wow. Just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. On every level, these guys are pieces of shit. It's like, oh, you're just like, yeah, I'm Dr. Seuss. Mm -hmm. I write children's books. It's like, oh, what degree is that to rhyme goose with noose? <laughs> I know that's not the book he wrote. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Green eggs and ham. All right. So uh, Helen uh, gets sick at a certain point. Uh, Helen got diagnosed with, uh, I, I'm going to try and read it. It's a Guillain-Barre syndrome. Sounds like it's French. It's called GBS. And it's just like your body starts kind of like atrophying and kind of Fuck. stop working. So she starts getting paralyzed, basically. Jesus. And this is like over 13 years, her health is just fading for no reason. Like she's just, it's, you know, breaking down on her. And uh, she also gets cancer. And uh, so this is during like a 13-year period. And during that period, uh, Dr. Seuss starts an affair pretty openly with another woman. No way. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, we'll we'll get back to that in a second, but yeah, it was open. Like he kind of was just like, "Well, I'm off to go see, you know, like this other woman like bye, like oh. so she like saw it, you know, like happening. And she was just like dying. He told her that he was having an affair? Yeah, I think he would th- I think he didn't I think he just was like, "Well, you're you can't have sex with me and like I need it. I need sex and like yeah, like wow. Th- it's sad. I mean like I really I think about that movie Monster. If you've ever seen that? I haven't. Yeah, it's weird. It's like it's where Charlize Theron gets uh, really buff and like starts, you know, being cool. <laughs> sounds great. Starts murdering dudes. <laughs> cool. She let's like watch becomes it. an X-Men. She becomes like a cool buff X-Men. Nice, man. <laughs> uh now, in, uh, in Monster, it's a true story. It's about a woman who like became a prostitute and uh, started having to 
murder men who were like abusive and shit. And oh, okay. It, and there was one scene in Monster that really stuck with me. And it's like a dude she murders, right? Because uh, she's like, oh, he has a wife and like he's a scumbag. So I'll just like kill him and take his wallet. And then like when she's going through his wallet, she realizes like his wife is like a paraplegic. Like, and she feels so guilty, you know? It's like this dude just like wanted to fuck like you know it's i know it's awful it's awful but it's like it's this very human thing and i think dr seuss is probably not a great guy at the end of the day especially the way he handled it but like i get that like that's probably like that really is like the in you know in health and sickness part of marriage it's just like are you really gonna watch your person just like become a skeleton like in front of you like like to, at what point do you just move on romantically or you know yeah absolutely that's shitty that's why you get married you don't fuck around on your wife you know what i mean <laughs> damn <laughs> damn dude like i, I agree not... dude i like this i like this um yeah i don't know i mean especially when they're sick yeah i don't know i mean i get you know they're all situations are different. Obviously, there could there could be a situation where they talk about it mm. or whatever, and then it's fine. Yeah, everything's fine if you communicate about it. But like, it sounds like yeah, it was sounds like he was just wanting to go fuck people, and then he went and well, fucked people. Well, it <laughs> sounds like it was actually like their close family friend. Like oh, they tight. lived in like that La- sounds great. No, no, I, no, no, no. That's good. Well, it's like it's La Ho- <laughs> it's La Jolla. Is the only thing that would be better is if it were her sister. Or her mom. Well, I contend going to fuck a lot of random people might be worse, right? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know what the situation is. Well, what I'm saying is, like, it was this. It was a person who they'd known for like forever. Her husband had like passed on, and then his wife is dying of cancer, and mm-hmm. so they're both like b- bereaved, mm-hmm. and then they get together, and so it's just like, well, I'm gonna go see her. And then it's like, I'm starting to have feelings for her. And I'm just saying, it's like, it's it's an awful situation, but it's also like, he can't cure the disease. Like, she's she's dying. She's dying in front of him. She right. hates her life. She's, she's like, you know, like completely incapacitated. So I don't know. I don't, it's just such a fucking, like, awful thing. And that, you know, what made me kind of interested, especially in the story, is like, she didn't really have depression depression throughout her life this is like clearly like a disease onset you know like depression you're like clearly for a reason there's you know something happening to you and uh and it just makes perfect sense to be that sad i'd say you know (laughs) yeah your body's completely shut down you know uh so uh her suicide note is uh, devastating. I'm going to read it. And uh, if anybody listening to this cries, <laughs> just know I did. But, I mean, this woman is uh, is is a, a beautiful spirit, I'd say. I mean, like, I just, I don't wish her, you know, any, uh, you know, I don't want to make fun of it. But, uh Okay. Let's hear it. <laughs> is that cool? All right. This is what she wrote uh, to Dr. Seuss when she took an overdose of barbiturates. So that's how she called herself, overdose. 
She goes, uh, Dear Ted, what happened to us? I don't know. I feel myself in a spiral going down, down, down into a black hole from which there is no escape, no brightness. And loud in my ears from every side I hear, failure, 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 failure. I love you so much. I am too old and enmeshed in everything you do and are that I cannot conceive of life without you. (laughs) My going on will leave quite a rumor, but you can say I was overworked and overwrought. Whoa. Your reputation with your friends and fans will not be harmed. My God. Sometimes think of the fun we had through all the years. That's it. Whoa. Dear God. Like, that's just like so like, What's sad. What's especially sad about so that sad. is that it, how selfless it is. Like, she's like she not was, even. Yeah. She kind of got it. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's weird, man. It's just like to be like killing yourself and all you're thinking about is like, hey, you won't get any yeah. flack for this. Yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ, what th- a kind person. I think she was so smart and like involved in the process of creating Dr. Seuss. This thing that completely changed children's literature. Like literally, Dr. Seuss is maybe one of the most important things in child development literature. Like, yeah. I mean, next to Curious George, like it's it's a fundamental beginning of learning how to like understand language and stuff like that. Right. And so I think she was like, I know Dr. Seuss is bigger than you or I, and uh, I just want you to know, like, even though you had an affair, like I'm not gonna like drag you through the the you know <laughs> the gutter, uh, and, and just like what you know, you're found, you're you're. Legacy will be intact. Yeah, which is crazy to to be that, and, and then to I mean I mean it's just, it's a beautiful letter because at the end it's you know it's just go um you know sometimes think of all the fun we had here. It's like yeah no it's like it's a like, really it's an insanely sweet letter. It's poignant. I mean you, you know? uh, I am a little confused about the situation with the other woman because at one point you said he you like you literally called him a piece of shit and then kind of defended it. Yeah. After that. Yeah. Well, like, do you know? Do you just not know what the situation was? Because I agree with that. I think like, yeah, you can't. This person's dying. She might have wanted him to. Right. Um, you never know. Right. And life no, is fucking really short, hard. and life is hard, and I get all that. But it, I don't know. I also think <laughs> right. if you have a wife at home. That's. I mean. No, totally. <laughs> I guess I, I no, and, and probably on like a larger philosophical scale, I maybe have a difference of opinion of just like. You know when it's okay to like. I don't do, even know do that sort of thing. But but I uh, looked into the woman that he uh, married mm-hmm. uh, the year later after Helen died. Wow, who was that? Who was that woman that they they all kind of knew? Interesting. And she's she's now the uh, I think the uh, heiress of the Dr. Seuss estate. Right. Sure. And there's actually shit that gets produced. You know, there's like Seussical on Broadway. Right. Like, there's all this stuff. And she gets like something like 4% of the gross. So not even just the profits. She gets the gross. So like if they make $100 million, she gets like $4 million or whatever. You know. Right. Wow. So it's, it's just a lot of money coming in for her. I don't know. And so I read this interview with her. She seems like exactly how you'd think. Like she's had like a couple, you know, lifts on her face. And she's... 
kind of just like it's the same sort of thing as maybe I'm saying, like this sort of weird philosophy of just like, you know, life is long and like sometimes people fall out of love. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of, and so it's actually really fucked up because she's like, I was never a great mother. Like I had, she had two daughters, the woman who is still alive. That's yeah. the heiress of the Dr. Seuss. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So in this interview I'm reading about, cause they're asking her about like, you know, working with Dr. Seuss and being heiress to the estate and everything. She was like, yeah, I, I really wasn't a great mom. And when doc, when me and Dr. Seuss got married, he immediately sent my daughters off to like a preparatory school, <laughs> like away. That was how much he didn't want children around. <laughs> like Whoa. he didn't want to deal with the drama. Yeah. That to me was like, yeah, this guy is not good. <laughs> So, I mean, like, I, I hear, you know, what you're saying where, like, I sometimes am, like, almost, like, backhand defending some of this behavior or something like that. But I just, I, I more, it's it's almost like the euthanasia thing. Like, I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, when somebody's body is breaking down, I don't know what the collateral effect is on a family or, like, people. Yeah, no, I feel that same way. Truly. I mean, yeah. I mean, I have a, I have sympathy for people on both sides. I just don't know the situation. It's like, it sounds shitty to cheat on your wife who is sick. It just does sound really shitty. But also, it also sounds really shitty to go 15 years not being able to be with your, the person you love as they were, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's When it gets to that. It's hard. I don't know. You, yeah, it's just hard. I understand why you were defending it. It's just, I just want to know what the situation is, but it, we're not going there's, to. There's nothing salacious. It sounds like his wife got sick. Right. He was friends with this other woman. So, I guess, like, what I'm curious about is, I guess it may, maybe we were just, like, talking about, it seemed the way we we came into it, like, that was one of the reasons for her suicide, but it wasn't, really. She I mean, just probably got... So sick that she was like, I can't live like this anymore. Well, we, uh, in her note, I mean, like, she's talking about it uh-huh. and, like, it's a factor. She's let down. Right. But it's more just like everything is fucked up for her then. Right. She's paralyzed. She has cancer and her husband is in love now with another woman. Oh my God. So, God damn it. That's yeah. where she's like, I'll just take these barbiturates and, you know, end my life. So she wrote this note, you know, and it's like kind of spelling it out, but also kind of like non, non super judgmental, which I, I, I I was like, that's what brought me kind of like to tears when I first read it. It's just like, what a completely giving person. And then when you read, you know, just how Dr. Seuss was, you're like, oh, this was the, empathic one of the relationship and she put in all these themes in the books that were about like you know support and like you know (laughs) right yeah like i don't know like it seems like he would have been rudderless without her right so it's it's really tragic it's also tragic that she just doesn't have the recognition absolutely you know what i mean this is how i found out about her that sucks (laughs) yeah yeah and i think the uh the new wife you know that uh, she was the one that told him to like drop the madman style look and be like grow a beard look like a grandfather like people want to be like 
and you're that's, like a if, cuddly old man. Yeah, if anybody remembers a picture of Dr. Seuss, they remember him looking like kind of like a yeah cuddly old man who's yeah. just like I came up with stories. <laughs> you know, like I'm like he Santa looks Claus. like if Santa were drunk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, man. And he was drunk, Santa. <laughs> if we have any kids listening to this, you need to know Santa is real, <laughs> and Santa is drunk. Yeah, if you want to do something good for the legacy of Helen Geisel, um go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I think you can. I think you can still get uh, some of her books. So you know, for your kids, do you know what I'm going to do next Saturday? I was kissed by a seal at a zoo. Oh. Uh, why I built the Boogle House and a fish out of water. Oh. That's cool. And also, just buy the regular Dr. Seuss books, because apparently she wrote most of them. <laughs> so just buy those. It's funny, though, that all the money from all that probably still goes to his new wife. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. 4% of the gross. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a lot. That and is so they crazy. Just had like a Broadway musical. So like, oh, yeah, the, in the article they were pointing out, like, say there's a new Grinch movie coming out. Every time there's a Grinch movie, she gets right, 4% of, of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if that goes... You know, Jim Carrey shits a fucking Grinch movie, and then that goes plays in China for a billion dollars. She gets four percent of that. But honestly, she apparently is like seems super chill. She's just like, I don't like. You know, she lives nice, but she's like, well, if I died, all that money's just going to like charity. Like she doesn't like spend it on jets and shit. Like, so hats off, <laughs> hats off, eighty year old woman. Spend it on jets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to attack an old woman. Interesting that she's, you'd say she's 80. She must have been much younger because, like, if Helen was born in 1898, mm-hmm. that would mean that she would be 120 this year. Hmm. And so if his newer wife is 80 something, she's 40 years younger. Let's look it up. Than Helen. Sorry, I'm trying to look up. And so I just want to say, I didn't realize Dr. Seuss was awesome. (laughs) Dude, that was part of the problem. Like, I was like, okay, to be fair, he proposed to his first wife on a motorcycle. I mean. He's like, cool. You're right. He's driving a motorcycle. It is hard to think anyone who rides a motorcycle is an asshole. You know what's great is also he started, it's like I said, like his, his wife in college was like, yeah, you should probably keep calling yourself Dr. Seuss. He called himself Dr. Seuss since college. What? That's so weird. <laughs> yeah, because he was like, he flunked or he like left college and like his dad wanted a doctor. So he was like, I'll just call myself Dr. Seuss. He's just wow. a fucking weirdo. <laughs> weird. Yeah. Turns out he's a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our show. <laughs> Turns out. Next week on He's a Rapist. I can't find. Oh, uh, goddamn! The new wife, just her last name is called Diamond. It's Ooh. like, but it's not Lou, like Diamond. Is it Lou Diamond Demond. Phillips? It might be Demond. Did he get married to Lou Diamond Phillips? Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up right now, man. Hampton, that was great. Thanks, Thanks man. Yeah, yeah, that was very fun. Yeah, I never. Um, uh, for whatever reason, we got off track. I, I didn't in the first half end up telling that story of that thing you were saying oh like could have fucked me up yeah yeah but uh that's okay because we have a patreon we're gonna record <laughs> let's just talk about it on the patreon episode man 
That sounds like a plan. Patreon.com slash Suicide Buddies. Go there if you want more of this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Way to undercut. <laughs> hey, uh, dude, if you uh, like stupid shit, <laughs> you're going to love our Patreon. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, take care of yourselves. Yeah. Be good. Stay alive. Be good. Be good. Thank you guys so much for listening to Suicide Buddies. Remember, we tell jokes about suicide and suicidal thoughts on this show because we've been there and that's how we deal with it, not because we literally think someone killing themselves is funny. We do not. We do not think that. We want everyone to stay here with us on Earth. So if you're experiencing suicidal thoughts, contemplating suicide, please reach out to people. You are loved in this world. You can always call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. They're a great resource. They know what you're going through, and they will hear you. Thanks again for listening to the show, and we'll see you next time.